Hello, welcome to Beyond the Binding, a podcast where we talk about books we've read and we give you our honest feedback. I'm Tiff. And I'm Moni. And uh, let's get into it. It's been a bit since we've actually done a recording, a lot longer than we intended. But uh, life Life happens. Life kind of hit us like a truck. Like a two by four TBH. Yeah. Like right in the face. I'm going to go with a truck's like with two by fours strapped to each side of it and it just kind of clotheslined us with the two by fours or even better like that moment in final destination where the logs fall <clears> off <throat> and just like impale you oh, yeah God. that that i have nightmares when i drive it behind like log I, trucks i don't drive behind log trucks because of final destination exactly i think it's a it's a millennial experience you don't you, you don't, don't do that no absolutely That's crazy. not it's insane yeah um a couple of announcements we have potentially started talking about maybe another podcast where we don't have to talk about books which would probably be easier for us to record because we're less on a like need to read something right now kind of thing because sometimes that's not possible for me more possible for money depends most of the summer at least summer yeah summer is a little bit easier for me yeah and the school year definitely easier for me yes so yep. we're backwards we are we're doing it's, a great job it's a hard knock life but anyways uh we're gonna try and smooth some of that out and figure it out but i think it's a really good idea and i think you guys will enjoy it um i think you just want to listen to me yell about things i do but i also like it when we just like shoot the shit and i think that we're funny <laughs> it might be the only one but <laughs> i think we're funny somebody has to <laughs> seriously okay so we're talking about two different books obviously today not always obviously i think we are planning on reading the same book i think we up. should yeah i think we should read the same book and then talk about it yeah i think the only book i own that's the same as you right now is it's frankenstein. frankenstein yeah we might have a couple of others but we'll have to look at our tbr right I lost and my notebook that you, has all of my TV. You did, in it. yeah. I'm not really sure. We'll work it out. We'll I'll, figure it out. I'll it'll, figure it. it'll be fine. Oh, God. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I cut out at the end of that <laughs> sentence because I turned away. Um, it's okay. So I read a book called Nemesis by Brendan Reichs. Um, Reichs? I think it's Reichs. Um, it's a part of a series. It's book one. I'm only going to talk about book one. Is it? is the only one I own did not know that there was a series attached to it when I bought this book ah but it's really good and uh I will get into it but it's really good and I want to buy the rest of them when I can buy books again when we're no longer on a book buying ban yeah it's a a fucking unfortunate let me tell you how upset I am because I have like five dollars off or something like that at the freaking bookstore I'm like, I can't even use that. Can't even do it. I'd make an exception. It's a, it's a coupon. It's a coupon. It's like you're not even paying full price. <laughs> no. I could, I, I have a series that I'm reading. I could just grab one. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've technically already read it too, so it won't be slowing down my stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Because it's the... Gosh, what in the crap is that called? They've got the Netflix series, and there was also, like, the book, and it was online, and now they're turning it into, like, 
actual book can't think of it anyway i'll think of it later okay good because uh (laughs) i'm sorry uh it's called the untamed on freaking netflix never heard it cannot remember what the freaking name of the book is Hmm. it's like the initials for it are like mdmx or no grandmaster <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 screwing this up it's a dj <laughs> i'm screwing it up uh grandmaster dryden maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> this is not this is not going well um good news we have no emails <laughs> that is probably good considering i have do we do we check months. them no, I usually we check don't. it around the podcast. Okay. Uh, we're we're doing great. So thank you so much for all of your emails. We are on top of this. We check it daily. We take this very seriously, obviously. We're waiting for the hate mail. Um. Yeah, I can't wait for somebody to come in and tell me that I'm wrong about my opinions on Akatar, uh, which, treat for y'all, I have finished all of the books that are out, so <laughs> I will be talking about those, and I'm sure someone will be very angry with me for my opinions. Cannot wait. Oh, you know, there's not someone raging somewhere. Are we doing it right? No. Um. Oh, yeah. So I will be checking this probably the beginning of every podcast in case there's like questions or whatever. But um, you can give us an email beyond the binding pod dot Gmail at Gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> or or dot gmail dot i mean gmail. why couldn't it be dot gmail i don't understand why is we, everything gotta be at we did have a conversation that we were not gonna record ourselves this late <laughs> it's not as late as it was last time it's not no this is only 1 a.m last time it was like we're not doing time? three well because the other time we did that we recorded two podcasts mm, yes yeah. two just okay. the one beyond the binding pod dot at gmail.com i don't know how emails work apparently uh send us an email if you have suggestions Ooh, if you have a suggestion for the book that we should read that's the same that would be cool if you want our honest opinions um if you want to hear us talk about random shit suggest it if you think it would be interesting to hear us rant that's gonna be the premise of maybe the second podcast or maybe this podcast (laughs) it's all because she wants to hear me bitch about things i do it's very fun <laughs> we're, we're gonna have guest step guest stars guest steps guest steps guest steps <laughs> they're stairs oh <laughs> i told my husband he, he has to be our first guest and he was like no so that'll be fun um when he joins us because he's gonna join us <laughs> it'll be it'll be great mm-hmm. it'll be reluctant mm-hmm. We'll make he'll, he'll make you laugh if nothing else. Well, you know, I like to laugh <laughs> for good. sure. Joy is joy. What book did you read? Okay. Everybody bear with me here because for one, I read this book in freaking February and I apparently did not write down a summary for it. So if I don't have as much detail as I normally do, that is the issue. Um, also, this is written by a French and Vietnamese author, and so I am going to butcher some names and definitely offend people that are both French and Vietnamese, and I am so sorry. If it makes you feel any better, I can't pronounce English words either. Um, it's called In the Vanisher's Palace, and it's 
uh, what did we decide that was? Uh, Elliot de Boudard. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Tiff said. Because um, if I've never heard a word before, I have a really hard time pronouncing it. It's part of the fun of dyslexia. And considering the fact that I could not figure out English phonics, I really don't think I'm going to be able to figure out French or Vietnamese phonics. Considering they're vastly different. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the book I read in February. Everybody uh, bear with me. I did read mine, like, early. Like, it was a while ago, but I think it was March or, or April that I read it in. I, mm-hmm. think I finished it in April. And then I waited two months to talk about it. Well, apparently I started mine on the 18th of February and finished it on the 18th of February. It is a small book. So that yes, sense, yeah. it is. It's a, it's a pretty good book pretty good little itty bitty thing yeah quick read um okay so i guess we can get started with mine i mentioned a little bit earlier that i lost my notebook my notebook has all of the character names the whole plot (laughs) like a whole ass synopsis just fucking gone just yeah see uh that's what i that's what i should have had here was a synopsis in mine there's not one there will be one from every book from now on because i am like one two three four four books ahead yeah um i am prepared but <laughs> I yeah, it was not. not for this one i've been spending my like days dealing with car troubles and figuring out how i'm gonna make money yeah um i've been dealing with other things yeah. so anyway so will i usually start so i'll start yeah, again you okay. go for it so nemesis is a really uh hard to explain book because it jumps up much like i think the last book you talked about it jumps back and forth it wasn't the last book it was one of the books it's like oh it was the The uh yeah the the guest list yeah yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's about it's it opens up with a teenage girl being hunted and murdered damn in her house she lives in a trailer with her mom her name is min short for melinda how, I will remember uh, this as we go. How very Criminal Minds. It has this this started off like an episode. There's that one episode of Criminal Minds that starts off with these people being hunted in the woods, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. there is. There's like yeah. three versions of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Difference is she gets murdered and she wakes up in a forest. And she's done it five times or something like that. Every even birthday, she gets hunted down and murdered. And comes back to life in the same clearing in the forest. Wow. Yeah. And her, like, you find out that her mom thinks she's a little bit crazy. Well. I mean, if I was being hunted and killed every even birthday, I think, and then I wake up in the same forest, I think I would be a little crazy. Well, she's not crazy. That's, That's amazing that so she's not, though. She tells her mom, because the first time it happens, she's like eight. And she gets pushed off a cliff by a dude in a black suit with shiny shoes and sunglasses. Very men in black style. The first time it happens or the first time she remembers it happening? The first I time it wonder. happens. Okay. It happens at her birthday party, which is one of the very first like birthday parties that she remembers having. Because she shares a birthday with somebody that she goes to school with named Noah. Mm-hmm. And uh, her friend Tack was there also. And she just remembers it being this fun thing at the park. And then she goes out into the woods. I can't exactly remember why, but 
she winds up getting chased by this guy and then he just pushes her off a cliff and she remembers dying she remembers feeling it so is it the same guy killing her every, every single time wow so man this guy's got nothing better to do at this time no uh his Damn. whole purpose in life is to kill her apparently so, shit and he does it in, does he get paid well for that i don't know we'll have to ask him um <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> we can't ask him anyways <laughs> I don't see why not. We could figure out a way oh, to I'll ask. I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> oh, there. okay. Never mind. I guess we can't ask. Um, this is going to be like freaking Teen Wolf where he had his freaking mouth shown shut. And they were like, what was he doing doing this? And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not couldn't, that. Couldn't it's talk. A little more fucked up than that, actually. <laughs> more fucked up than a sewn up mouth. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Got, got you. Okay. Got you. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Nope, you're fine. So she walks out of the woods the next day she's gone for 24 hours her mom's like reported her missing because she's eight and she walks out of the woods and she says there was a man in the woods and he pushed me off the cliff and i died and they're like nope um not a thing and then it happens think so that since she went missing that they might be worried that somebody did at least chase her yeah you'd think but no, they were just all like, nope, you're the crazy sheriff, completely. The like, sheriff talks to her, calms her down, says it must be like, you just got lost. You must have fallen asleep. And she's eight, so she doesn't really fight it too hard. Right, because I mean, at eight, yeah. you're like, yeah, adults might know what they're talking about. Her ninth birthday happens. Nothing, nothing. happens. So Her tenth birthday comes around. The same shit happens. The All of the flashbacks are flashbacks to her birthday. So you mm-hmm. witness all of her deaths. I cannot remember all of them right now, but you witness all of them. And every time the dude seems sad, almost, that he's killing her. He, like, apologizes to her. It's Or he doesn't talk at all. It's either one or the other. Like, he looks sad, but he doesn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. So, by her 10th birthday, when it happens and she comes back and she's like, I was murdered. Her mom, she thinks her mom gets her a shrink. And so she starts seeing the same doctor from then on. And it's like her 16th birthday because she's still in school. I think it's her 16th or her 18th birthday. That's like, where she's being killed in the trailer. Yeah, where we see her mm-hmm. for the first time. So she's been seeing the shrink for a while. Every year on her birthday, every even birthday, she is like forced to go talk to him and give him he's trying to get details of like what she's going on or what's going on with her and he gives her these pills that she's supposed to take that are supposed to help her so that she doesn't sleepwalk because she thinks she's sleepwalking and Mm -hmm. it's something like that like he gives her medicine and says it'll help you and she's really apprehensive like Min is like no you're not fucking with me something sketchy here yeah she's come she comes home and finds her shrink in the house with her mom and they seem like standoffish like they're not exactly comfortable with each other that's hanky yeah so all of these things it's like hmm there's some shit happening right she goes to school and her friend tack whose name is really thomas is getting uh, harassed starts getting harassed essentially by a kid named ethan who's wealthy and like his little goonie squad you know typical high school bully stupid bullshit always the rich kids yeah 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 
Um, and Tack and Min live in the trailer park, and the rich kids are shitty. Right. Noah is another part of the rich kid group, but he doesn't participate in the bullying, but he doesn't stop it. He tends to stay on the outside and not talk a lot. And he's the one that Min shares a birthday with. Right. And she find like she talks about him an awful lot and you're like there's something about this kid because she's got a bit of a fixation and you know like you can tell that tack her best friend kind of loves her like really loves her you know mm-hmm. but she doesn't feel that way about him ah yes not in a bad way he's not pushy about it no but that is typical of quite a lot of books is that yeah, the that girl is not interested in the guy best friend. The guy best friend's in love with the girl. Yada, yada, yada. It's a little overdone, TBH. It is, but it's not done like this. And I appreciate how they do it. So we did a twist. Yes, a little bit of a twist. Okay. Because usually guy best friend turns out to be a twat that thinks he's entitled. Uh, Yeah, they do have a lot of nice guys. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's not like that. He loves men, but he's willing to accept if she loves somebody else. But also, he's the only one that sticks by her mm-hmm. in the end, which kind of gives it away a little bit. But there's more sequels. So I legitimately don't know um, that I because I haven't read those. So <clears throat> I'm going to be really long winded with this one. Apparently, I was really passionate about it. I liked it a lot. Um, it starts switching between the narrative viewpoint of Min and starts uh, giving you the viewpoint of Noah. At one of the flashbacks is Min as a kid, like in elementary school. And the um, military came into the school because they, I forgot to mention, they live in a really isolated town in like the mountains of Idaho. Like it's a tourist destination. There's one way in and out of the town. It's a giant bridge. If the bridge gets taken down, there is no access. They can't, unless they fly in. Like you can't bring food in, none of that. Also, I forgot to mention, because I entirely forgot until just now, there's a fucking threat of a giant asteroid. They they call it the Anvil. <laughs> I was, like, during this, I was like, what the fuck does this asteroid plot point have to do with anything? This is the Wow, they're shit. just, like, throwing everything, everything. at it. Okay. it at the wall and seeing what kind of what, apocalyptic what bullshit What the sticks. hell ever sticks? Exactly. Okay. So it's, like, it's, like... The last three fucking years. Yeah. So Min wakes up from her her death. She sees her mom. Her mom's like, you have to come home on time today. Like, because you find out the news is going to be like reporting or NASA or whatever it is, is going to be reporting if the anvil is actually going to hit Earth or not. <laughs> and so they're like, and today is breaking news. We're going to let you know whether or not you're going to be crushed by an asteroid. Yeah. It wasn't like. Oh, only Idaho's gonna get hit. It was like this asteroid is big enough to literally destroy the Earth. The whole Earth. Like everything on Earth would be just kaput. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're the now news, the dinosaurs. The news broadcast happens, and the anvil's not gonna hit, and everybody's like, "Ha, huh, awesome!" They like start shooting fireworks off and shit. But Min and Tack are like hanging out they see a shitload of military cars come over the bridge and go into this uh, like this field that nobody goes to but it it's like rumored to be an old military base but it's got like no trespassing signs and they don't go there nobody goes there because it's abandoned um so 
I, I know I keep jumping back and forth and I apologize. Follow me if you can. Uh, <laughs> it starts going to Noah. Noah winds up seeing these military vehicles at the same time because he's fucking wealthy as fuck. And he lives like on Rich Bitch Mountain, basically. There's Rich Bitch his, Mountain. His dad. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> it is. Rich Bitch Mountain. His dad owns like hotels and he owns a ski resort in their hometown. And his dad basically is never there. And his stepmom, his dad has had like multiple marriages and he thinks his dad hates him. And his dad is like in another country on a ski trip or on some kind of vacation with his latest girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Right. And so he's, did he start counting the stepmoms? Cause he should have, he did at one point. He, he talked he's like my, the third mom or whatever, their stepmom or whatever. See, cause he, I, I myself have counted. He thinks his mom abandoned him or died. I can't remember if they, he thinks mom is gone, gone. Yeah. She's dead for real. But, he thinks she died. That's what or he knows. She died. That's it. And then he thinks his dad blames him. And so he's in therapy with the same doctor that men's in therapy with. It's a small town. So the that hinky kinda, guy. Yeah. But there's another therapist that you find out about. And, and uh, men in Noah's therapist is like rivals with this other therapist. Wow. Therapist rivals. <laughs> therapy okay. Rivalry, therapy rivalry. Repeated murders of the same people. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It was hard to like it kind of wraps up nicely. It all kind of falls together. You start learning who these fucking people are and what the fuck the reason is. They're so weird. Anyways. So Noah's going to the same doctor. He takes the same medication religiously religiously Noah dies on his even birthdays also and he wakes up ah. in a different location in the town he wakes up in a cave his dad thinks he's nuts I must say does his dad also think he's crazy yes Min's mom doesn't think she's crazy so much as she's just very concerned for her hey, where's Min's dad nobody talks about him okay if they do, so I just realized both of these children are like single parents. Min's mom is like a waitress works at a diner. Like they're poor, poor. Yeah. I, don't, I think it might have talked a little bit about her dad. He's either dead or he just pieced the fuck out. Um, tax dad is an abusive piece of shit. He comes to school with bruises regularly and nobody like brings them up because they just know and he doesn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the day that. Ethan is bullying Tack at, on Min's birthday or the day after Min's birthday. Uh, she blows up Ethan's Jeep. <laughs> literally. Blows she it up. literally blows up this kid's Jeep. Like Molotov cocktails in his gas tank, basically. Like sticks a rag in his gas tank, lights it on fire and they run. Oh, my God. I'm in love with her. She never gets caught. I am in love with her. She's amazing. I don't care about anything else. She blew up a Jeep. That's she all did. I need to know. She blew up the rich kid bully's Jeep. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, she, yeah I, I love her. So she starts getting like, she she doesn't trust her therapist. This is why she doesn't tell him any, anything. She convinces Tack, hey, we need to break into the therapist's office because there's some shit going down. So they break in. Then she finds out that Noah also goes to mm-hmm. him. But it's there's more about it. They're like marked as patient's like alpha or beta 
their beta patients or something like that. And she's like, we're part of something. And she keeps having these flashbacks to when her and Noah were kids and they got taken to that abandoned military facility. Mm -hmm. Like they played it off as the kids needed to all be vaccinated because there was like some toxic leak or gas or some shit in the air. And they picked a couple of random kids and took them to this facility. But she doesn't have a lot of memories. But in the files, she finds that her mother signed off on this and the school signed off on it. Long story. I I guess to be fair, if they think they're just vaccinating the child, like a parent might be like, yeah, sure. No, no, you're making a face, which means that they knew that what what was happening. So never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, she knew. No, no, she knew. She knew. Um, And she just signed up for it anyway. Okay, cool. Mother of the fucking year award. Yeah, you kind of like really love her. You're like, she's a good mom in the beginning. And then you're like, what the fuck? And Min is in the same. She's like, how could my mom do this to me? And and Noah's dad also signed off on it. Noah's mom. Oh. There's a thing. Interesting. Okay. So shitty ass moms, first of all. Yeah. So no so Min finds out Noah's seeing the same therapist. She goes to talk to him to be like, Hey, what the fuck? We're a part of this thing. And she finally convinces him, even though he gets shit on by Ethan and his gang of goonies for talking to Min. Mm-hmm. Because they're trailer park trash essentially. Right. Um so also important to note noah's ex-girlfriend i can't remember her name uh is dating or is not dating ethan but is friends with ethan this is important for later okay um noah and min eventually hook up they like yeah gain feelings for each other yeah it's all that coming yeah 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 yeah. that's a given yeah yeah they realize yeah they've been dying um on the same day every year coming back they've dealt with it noah just has crippling panic attacks because of it but they dealt with their murders very differently whereas uh men would try to run away or hide or fight back noah would just wait for it to happen well yeah he thinks his dad hates him because he thinks his dad blames him for his mother's death Mm -hmm. of course he's gonna be the kid that sits there and waits for it to happen and he was just like i can't stop it he was basically the he's the exact opposite of Min, who was like, I'm going to fight tooth and nail to survive. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, it's going to happen anyway. So I'm yeah. just going to. I'm going to let it happen. Yeah. So this is all kind of fucking weird to begin with. They go to the military base. They get caught at the military base. You know, yeah. Full of military fucks. Uh, yeah. Um, and um, can't believe they thought they were going to not get caught. You TBH. find out the sheriff is in on this whole experiment thing. of course he is yeah uh yeah. because he calls off a whole bunch of military people that are gonna shoot min and noah and ethan's goonies and the girl that noah used to date and tack and instead the sheriff shoots some of the military guys he winds up dying for it because he saves them and he tells them get on the um atvs and go well after that ethan noah Min and Noah's ex-girlfriend kind of have a little powwow and you find out that Ethan and Noah's ex-girlfriend have also been getting uh, experimented on. They have also been dying, I think, on the opposite years. So they die on odd years, if ah, I'm correct. So one of them's an alpha and the other ones are the betas? Kind of. You don't ever really get clarification on who the alpha team was. So it could be them. It could be a whole other test round. But they wake up in two 
entirely different places from where Min and Noah wake up. So there's four places that you can basically respawn at this point. Because it's now a video game. <laughs> it kind of felt like it. They're <laughs> the only four people in the town that come back to life if they die at this point. And... Which means there's more. Yeah. So they start... Uh, the rednecks... There's a whole redneck, like... Yeah. movement, like our guns. They, yeah. like, blow up the bridge at some point. Um, For funsies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you find out that... You know, you find out that Min's mom, Noah's mom, the parents signed off. You find out Noah's mom was killed because she tried to remove him from the program. Ah. Because she felt guilty. Mm. Yeah, she should have. Yeah, so they murdered her. Um, But the dad probably never knew. So he just thought his son was mentally ill. Not like, you're crazy, he was just a bad dad, you know? Um, (laughs) He was just a shitty dad, that's all. He was just a shitty dad. Um... And Min's mom truly believed that she was doing the right thing and that she was saving Min. Because, okay, here's where it gets really fucking weird. Yeah, now I'm going to need an explanation. Big ass asteroid, not slamming into the earth. But you know what is slamming into earth? A whole lot of other little asteroids are coming to the earth and they're still going to fuck shit up. And they're like... People aren't going to survive after this. Everybody's going to be dead. So the military like puts in action the Nemesis Project. The Nemesis Project is basically uploading people's minds into some kind of fucking cloud where they will survive in the town. But like it's all digitized. And the dude that's killing them was a real person hunting them down and murdering them because they needed to reset to it was like getting their brains ready to go into this world. So like for let's say 10 fucking years they've known that this asteroid is going to hit Earth or that pieces of it are going to hit Earth. It's like they knew something was going to happen. It was not meant this got set in motion early because yeah, of I'm, the asteroid. Okay. It okay. was like some bad thing. It was it's basically based on the fact that the life is like Earth cycles through life cycles so like the dinosaurs asked mm-hmm. they knew an asteroid was coming at some point because it had come before kind of thing okay that's kind of what that that's the i read this book three months ago short and dirty version no i this. got you i got you um the weirdest part is that like right as they're figuring all this shit out men and noah and tech and Ethan and and Tech gets brought along because he won't leave he won't leave Min's side essentially. Um, anyways, the four idiots and Tack, four, three three idiots and Min and Tack get brought. Uh, they get like taken and rounded up in city center with the rest of their classmates, mm-hmm. all of the kids that got the vaccination. I put quotations around that. You can't see, but. But it's important we know, or but you know that we know know that I know that we that we know. know There's quotations that there are quotations. Um, they're all in like around, like the fountain in in like, you know, you know, small town like city centers. It's a fountain like fucking crossroads with some shops. (laughs) I don't have. I know what you mean. Town center. That was what I was going for. (laughs) Yes, in front I know. Of the town hall. <laughs> I, know. Anyway. I know exactly what you I'm mean. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. 
Anyway, they get rounded up, and then you see, like, Tax Dad come in, and he gets shot in the face. He's, like, trying Ooh, to save his son. We're just gonna straight off just shoot him in the fucking face. Straight up murdered. Um, Mert. You never see Min's mom again. And she's like, I'm never gonna see her again, kind of thing. Like, she just knows, right? Okay. Um, the doctors are like, we did this to save you. They, like, because Ethan and other they knew what they were going through because the other doctor, the way he like treated them, the rival doctor, mm-hmm. he told them what was happening. So oh. it was like they were kind of experimenting with how it would handle be handled. Mm-hmm. So whereas Min and Noah were kept in the dark, Ethan and I think her name was Sarah, but I could be wrong. Ethan and Sarah, we'll go with Sarah. Sarah, whatever. I don't know. Um, they knew. Um, I'm sorry. I just have a question uh-huh. real quick. So, is it the same guy killing all four of them? Yep. How's he managing to kill, like, men and, and, God, what the fudge is? Noah. He kills one, then he goes and kills the other. So, does he start with Noah because Noah's easier? Because I would. Probably. <laughs> It doesn't I'm just thinking, because like no, it's just like because they I'm put they had they had that eighth Come birthday together. Me. They had that eighth birthday together, right? Do they like was the eighth birthday party together? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was together. So it's like, how are you killing two kids at one place without nobody, nobody else <laughs> fucking noticing? Okay, never mind. No, but no, I would legit start with Noah because like he's just men's he's in one men's point. gonna make me work for it, and I, you know, I, I don't know. have time for this, so I'm gonna kill the easy one I can't first. Can't be running in these shoes all night long. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill the easy one first, get this shit over with, and then I'm and gonna then- go track down this one. I just. That sounds like We're, a lot of work for, like, one guy, though. Like, we can't outsource that? No. I don't think so. They were trying no. to keep it under wraps. Uh, Noah it, did, word. at one point, just get in a bathtub. He <laughs> <laughs> just got in the bathtub and waited? Yep. Essentially. Yeah. See, no. If I'm the guy killing people, I'm going for the easy kid first. We're just going to... Just knock him off and then go. Yeah. And then him. and then I'll go take care of the girl that's going fight, to fight me about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. One that blows up Jeeves. She should have <laughs> blow up that guy. She's fucking hardcore, man. She tried. she tried to get away from him, I swear. I mean, no, I believe her. Um, okay, so basically, military folk. Oh, even her principal was in on it. That's the fucking weird. Like, everybody well, of course, was. No, the principal would have to be, because if the school's signing off on it and the parents all know, then that means the school knows, too. Yeah. Which means at least the principal knows. Maybe even the vice principals. Possibly some counselor shit. I don't even know. I think it was the principal and a couple of the teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You can't keep up- secrets at a school. No. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all that right now. It doesn't happen. They round up all the kids. That's actually the most unbelievable part about this is that <laughs> none of the kids knew. Because let me tell you right now. Them kids they know. They know, first of all, they know everything. Second of all, they be running their mouth about everything. And they will tell everybody available. They talked. But I don't know. It was not like that. Like, I don't think half the kids even remembered because it was just like a vaccination. Vaccination. Oh, I don't even mean that. I mean, literally, the, like, because, like, some oh, of those kids would be going know to that, abandoned military that they facility. died. Yeah, first of all, yes. First of all, <laughs> we yes. We were traipsing all around places I, that were trespassing yeah, places know, in my right? hometown. 
We were like, oh, hey, look, this is an abandoned mental asylum, which it wasn't. It's, like, a place where they did, like, the freaking helium shit for the freaking war. Like, but we were like, ooh, it's an abandoned mental asylum, and we're, like, sneaking in there and shit. Um, That's a joke for legal purposes. (laughs) We would go to the roundabout in my hometown and be like, ooh, it's so spooky, ghost trains, and it was like... This is where the crackhead lives. Uh, there's yeah. a needle over there. Look at all the pretty graffiti. I but, don't know why I held that up so long. I'm just saying, as someone who, um, spoiler alert, works in a school, um, those kids know everything. everything. They know everything, and they will tell all of their friends, and then their friends will tell all of the teachers. Well, I mean, some of those teachers going to be left out and might actually have to hear it themselves. <laughs> Depends on who you are. But I'm just going to say, I, I know all kind of business. <laughs> I have no business knowing. Um, to the point where I was like, could y'all maybe not? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to know that today. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to get past them rounding these kids up. I I'm sorry. No, it's we okay. round up all the children. Yes. We round up all the teenagers in the city town center. And then gas them to death. They literally just murder all the kids. I hate to to be the one laughing, but like, they just straight up murk them. Part of them aren't going to die anyway. Oh, no. They all die. Like, the military dudes, as the kids are dying, they watch them shoot themselves in the head. The dude that's been chasing these kids down and kill him, killing them, kills himself as they're dying. The whole town dies. So they don't just like upload these kids consciousness. They do. The kids wake up and they're like, what the That's fuck? that's what I meant. Like they're not technically dead, not if they're going to fucking wake up again. Yeah. Just their brains. I mean, this is all very Kingdom Hearts too. I just want everybody to know that right now. The whole Roxas inside the little digital world thing while they're like repairing his brain and his memories so that way he can merge with Sora. Like, yeah. Except um, for there's no bodies cuz there's no merging real world and anyway. repairing Sora. whatever anyway they basically point is <laughs> it's very kingdom hearts they basically just uh now live in the cloud there is no bodies their bodies are dead and all of the people that could preserve their bodies also dead wow but then it becomes some kind of fucking lord of the flies thing where ethan's just out here killing people because he wants power and sarah's a crazy bitch too and they're like we're the alphas or we're the betas we were chosen for this noah come to our side fuck you min you're poor like that's essentially what happened there but anyways wow they start like rounding up all the kids and like you are doing this job and you're doing this job and you're doing this job and they're just sitting in the church doing no jobs just we're the government so you're gonna do the work for us and they're giving men uh, did and these Noah. motherfuckers forget the fact that this bitch blew up a fucking jeep i think so because well no because that was the wrong fucking thing to tell her because i guarantee you as someone who would absolutely this is a total joke for legal purposes <laughs> you don't she tell won't. me what the fuck to do so they actually give men like the the shit jobs literally she goes and works in like the sewer plant and they just give her terrible jobs and she oh, knows that they're out against her. And that was the wrong thing to do, wasn't it? And Tech starts like revolting and like 
spray painting uh, Ethan as Hitler. <laughs> I love that. And then uh, they capture him and murder him in front of men. Mm. Stab him. And then they bury him or take him away. Another kid thinks that he's been put in hell or purgatory. He's like a very re- like heavily religious Religious. Kid. Mm-hmm. He goes and jumps off a cliff. Like the cliff that the bridge. Oh. Also, when they come back to life, they're really confused because like buildings were crumbling. The bridge was destroyed. Like the ground was shaking beneath them and asteroids were striking. Like we've got a whole end of the world situation. Yeah, it was very apocalypse now. Uh, the So like nothing looks touched it all looks perfect the way it was supposed to be this kid jumps off the cliff they lose a couple of other kids that just like break off and they're like fuck that we're not doing what they say we're gonna go do our own thing but then ethan like puts out a hunting party like to go find these kids um and then the kid that jumped off the cliff shows up the next morning because he can't die and uh we find out that they finally are able to open uh, the town hall. They couldn't get it. It was the only building they couldn't get into. And uh, dude, like a rendition of dude that had been killing the four of them comes out and like explains, hey, you're basically in the cloud. Um, You can't die. (laughs) You can only be in those res, those four red spots when you come back. This is a way that we were trying to preserve life. Like it was the whole point of Nemesis was to preserve like the human mind, blah, 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 blah. Wow. Um, so Noah this whole time has like thought that Min was like his strength. She pushed him to kind of speak up and be strong and not be so scared. And then he winds up having like a change of heart after they see the dude that's you know in the town hall because he basically says somebody has to be like in power you can't like fight against this kind of he fucking just straight up shoots men she comes back because she doesn't die but why did he shoot her then because he just wants he's mad he thinks she thinks down on him so he like has a 180 flip also (laughs) tech gets killed but he comes back too because they like they see the kid that jumped off the cliff and they're like oh fuck tech might not be actually right no i i kind of figured that one and he's like like, and they go find him but like you're just gonna be like oh oh how dare you look down on me i'm gonna shoot you I'm so gonna I'm gonna shoot you even though I know you can't die. I think and and now I've changed my whole mind about everything. Yeah. This girl that he loved. Like Yeah, um six pages prior. Like, bro. They just slept together. Like have you like did your brain break? I think your yeah, brain broke. His brain broke. It I broke. I don't think he's gonna stay a bad guy in the future books, honestly. I think it's it's gonna be something he has to come to terms with, but I'm sorry, that was a really convoluted, like, weird, confusing explanation of a book I read months ago. But That's I promise okay, you... Because this is going to get really weird in a minute. It's fine. <laughs> it's a really good story. It's really well written. Um, it is a young adult book, but you probably wouldn't love it as much because no. it's dystopian and... I'm going to say, honestly, it does not sound like my kind of book at all. That doesn't mean it's not good. Right. 
It just means it's something I have no interest in reading. It's also in first person. But it is very good. So if you like that kind of book, I recommend it. I did spoil the first book, but there are, I think, three or four, maybe anywhere between two and four books after it (laughs) 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 that you can enjoy um, without having them spoiled. 10 out of 10 recommend. I plowed through the shit and wanted to buy the next book immediately. <laughs> I didn't. Because book buying ban. Because book ban. Sad day. Book ban. Anyway. <laughs> this is book gate. Book gate. What the fuck? Rich bitch mountain is that? Rich what? bitch mountain is the name of this episode. Sometimes I come up with funny shit. <laughs> Rich bitch mountain. Okay. Okay. Well, um, thank you. That is not I mean, that was just beautiful. Um, mine <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> no, mine's not going to even be slightly that detailed because I, the whole time I've been trying to remember things and it's just not, not it's coming not coming to, to me. Um, this book is called In the Vanisher's Palace um, and it is written by an author who is French and Vietnamese. So there's a lot of um, emphasis on letting you know what gendered terms they're using. So it'll say like it was like the female version of that word or even better, there's a lot of they. Um, which means that like it's really not gendered there. Yeah. There's also um, a lot of letting you know when a character is using a phrase like um i think it's aunt that gets used in there mm-hmm. um but it says in there like is it like the formal is it like the intimate um like a lot of linguistics yeah it's it's interesting um because i feel like i've learned a little bit about, about other languages about another language or in a, maybe even a little bit about another culture or something that i i don't know anything about mm-hmm. um i mean i did take french in in high school and college but like that's not and that is a very gendered language yes yeah um and i won't lie i don't know anything about vietnamese uh, mm-hmm. language or culture or anything like that so it was it it was very interesting i did like that aspect of it um to learn those things so it was interesting to kind of get like a glimpse um into that uh this is another beauty and the beast retelling (laughs) because i have an obsession she does uh (laughs) this one though involves my other favorite thing dragons dun 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 dragons anyway sorry so (laughs) here is the deal okay in this world there were these like godlike creatures that like came to the like this world or this planet or whatever you want to call it right and they were there for a while and then they were like "Mm, ravaging this whole fucking place gonna take the shit that i need and f you and we're out all right and then they just Peaced out and left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they call those the vanishers. Because they vanished. Because they vanished. That makes sense. They vanished. I mean, it's it's on the nose. Yeah. Um, they were not fucking around with their names. I don't okay? know how to name things like that. Um, <laughs> so they were just like, they're like, it's, they're the vanishers. Uh, they vanished on us. They like 
basically fucked us over. They came down here, fucked us all over, and then just left. And apparently, like, they kind of had something to do with dragons. I don't remember exactly what, but they were created the dragons or they were like the dragon's bosses or something like that um but there is apparently one of their palaces left and there is a dragon and i am going to i'm sure mispronounce this name uh but uh vukan i believe uh i'm not really sure because there's accents on it and i'm sure that changes how you're supposed to pronounce it but um I'm, like I said, not familiar with uh, Vietnamese language. Know. Like, I, w- I wouldn't know. I guess I could have looked it up. That would probably have been the better we thing to do. We did that for Ekotar. Yeah, but, like, that, I feel like that was, like, the author had that in there. Mm. I feel like I would have had to do, like, some serious research because this is not, like, super popular book. I might be able to look it up just by typing the, like, writing style in. Mm-hmm. And doing like a voice to or speak, make it tell, yeah. it, say it out loud. Um, but I guess I should have uh, looked at that, but I didn't. My bad. Um, but we've got a dragon, um, Vukon. It is a female presenting dragon. Hmm. Yes. Um, and she lives in one of these palaces left behind by the Vanishers. Um, I want to live in a palace. Yeah. It it's interesting because it seems like. It seems like there's kind of parts of it that she doesn't really have, like, access to, like, work because she's not a vanisher. Huh. And kind of like there's, oh, like, like... of the... Of the, the palace. palace. Right. Because there's some room... I don't remember exactly what was... Ha- what's happening Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. It just popped in my head. Oh, I remembered something, y'all. I am so excited about this. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so we start off in a village, of course, because... This one does. Beauty and the Beast. Little town. Right? Um, and we have Yen, it's our, our bell character. <laughs> um, and the village elders have decided that they're ready to kind of like sacrifice somebody to the dragon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember. I won't lie to y'all. I think the deal is that they were going to try and sacrifice her mom. And she was like, no. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> yes. But maybe it was that they were like, Guillen's not useful to us. We're going to sacrifice her instead. I can't remember because I've also read fan fiction like that. So I'm not 100% sure which one it is. Uh, Once again, read this in February. Everyone, bear with me here. I got, I gained a brain after this one and started writing down synopsis. So, um, and she didn't lose her notebook <laughs> and I did not lose my notebook. It's um, somewhere, I so the next one I promise you will be so much better. Uh, but the dragon comes and takes her and she goes and is like, I guess I can't remember if she's got her as she's not like a cleaning lady in this one. It's it, she's in charge of the dragon's children and everybody just know that there were definitely some uh, air quotes around that mm-hmm. because these are not the uh, dragon's biological children. Uh, dragon these, nanny. 
This is no. This uh, this is uh, the dragon's adopted children. Uh-huh. Adoptive dragon mom. Dragons can adopt. Yes. Dragons are people too. <laughs> dragons are people too. <laughs> Rich bitch mountain and dragons are people too. Oh my um, god, we're so smart. <laughs> we're the best. Uh, but she's got two kids that uh, Yen believes are dragon children. You find out later they are not, in fact, dragon children. They are vanishers. Vanisher children. Dragons are vanishers, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Apparently, the vanishers were so good at vanishing that they left their kids. They were like, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them kids. We're leaving those little shitheads. We don't need to be here no more. Um, so the dragon and her now, like, dead wife, like, adopted these children. I don't remember how the wife died. I am so sorry. I'm sure it was tragic. Of course. So, of course, you've got, like, this whole thing going on where Yen, like, starts exploring the palace, getting to know the kids, getting to know the dragon, and then, uh thinking about how beautiful the dragon is because that happens quite often she does admire her beauty quite frequently which good for her right is the dragon in always wow always in dragon form or no it have a human form it's got a human form too that sorry um there's like a human kind of form and then there's a dragon form and then there's like a partial situation i think there's a character like that in the smite video game Okay, good to know. He becomes a dragon, but like he's sometimes half dragon. I they did not it. pick up half of what I just said, so I sound crazy. <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't facing my microphone. I think it's all gonna be fine. We need to practice. Practice, 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 practice. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. Okay, she I'm sings. gonna stop with the singing and people's ear because we know I can. Hold a tune in a bucket. <laughs> okay. So they've got all of that going on. And then in the middle of the night, Yen. Jesus. All I can Are think you of good? Is, there's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza. Dear Liza. Because <laughs> you I, said you can't carry I, a tune I, in your bucket. I, I don't just, know what that is. It's a fucking song. <laughs> I've never heard it. There's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza. A hole. Well, then mend it, you silly dear Willie. Okay, I'm gonna. Nope, I don't know it. I don't know it. I'm I'm sorry. That on the goddamn podcast. I'm sorry. I mean, we should leave it, but I'm sorry. I don't know it. It's okay. It's from my childhood. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a hole in my bucket for sure. (laughs) There's like five in mine. It's okay. It's more aerated sh- than not. Yes, I'm saying it's just my bucket might actually be cheese. <laughs> it is Swiss. <laughs> oh, okay. Where was I? Oh, middle of the night, Yen gets attacked in her room. She's terrified. Dragon is like looking around for something and it's like, there's nothing here. Like, I understand that something scared you. You're scared. Understandable. Come sleep in my room. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh. By the way, there is, like, a sex scene in this. I Ooh. mean, it's very mild. Um, 
And I believe the dragon has partially shifted, so... It's a half-dragon, <laughs> sexy, dear Eliza. Oh, God, I can't believe I did. Oh. It's, um... So, Baby I mean, Jesus. I guess some people might be weirded out by that, but I was like, I've definitely read some weirder shit than that. <laughs> because, let me tell y'all, I was on the internet reading fanfiction when I was 12, which was in the early 2000s and uh they didn't label things um and i have clicked on some really really weird things not even meaning to and then i've definitely clicked on some weird things meaning to so um is what it is uh anyway at one point in time she goes of course trapezing through the palace she's looking for the kids she finds the kids traipsing what did I say? Trapezing. <laughs> God, it's late. Oh my God, I love you. Trapezing. She's Trapezing. Just, she's swinging on bars. Yeah. And doing flips. Jesus shit. <laughs> I hope she has a net. I, I've got like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm, I'm like, over myself. What word was she going see? for? Do you see what I mean, by the way? I cannot pronounce English words. That's okay. Um, but she's, like, roaming through the castle, looking for the kids, and actually stumbles upon a room she's not supposed to be in. The you know. Room. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be dramatic. But as it turns out, like, she gets in there, and it's, like, an infirmary type thing, and there's all these people in there. And as it turns out, the dragon has been trying to cure these people um, from, I don't remember... I really don't remember what in the hell was wrong with them. But it was something. They're sick. <laughs> They're sick. Take her and, word for it. <laughs> and she's trying to save them. And at first, like, Yen was like, oh my god, what are you doing to these people? And then she was like, oh, you're trying to save them. That's so sweet. Because, you know, it is. It is yeah. sweet. It was nice. Um, So, like, it's all good. Um, And then... There is some sort of remnant in the Vanisher's palace, like the little castle, and that's what was in her room. I don't remember the exact details of it because this was, I read it in fucking February. Um, And by the way, at some point, the dragon goes back to her village to go talk to Yen's mama. Just to be like, hey. I didn't meet your daughter. So, yeah, basically kind of exactly what that was about. Was kind of a, like, hey, your daughter is alive. She showed up, like, and because the, like, people of the village hadn't seen her as a human, technically nobody knew that she was the dragon. So she shows up to tell mom, like, hey, your daughter's safe. Here's a message from her. But mom's, like, mom, like, sees right through the dragon and knows it's the dragon. Are all these people that the dragon is trying to heal, like, sacrifices? I don't think so. That doesn't sound familiar. Or does she really just go eat random people sometimes? No, she doesn't go eat random people. Okay. No. Um, I don't think that they were, like, presented to her as sacrifices. I think there's some sort of, like, disease, if I remember, like, all over the place because it has something to do with the vanishers. So she's utilizing their palace to try and cure them, so that way we can get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's some sort of like remnant or something like that, um, and that's why something came through and scared Yen in her bedroom at night. 
and her and the kids end up chased by this thing like it nabs yin and tries to kill her and i really wish i remembered more of these details i'm so sorry um and the kids are trying to be like hey give her back like that's our nanny we like her (laughs) right um they adore her uh which by the way is a super powerful feeling i just want everybody to know that right now um when kids are gonna fight for you it's a good freaking time um however in that process it gets revealed that they are vanishers and not dragons so she gets a little scared and of the kids and she's a little confused um just because of how she's been raised to feel about the vanishers and having been lied to and things like that mm-hmm. um and vukan basically sends her home oh so of course this is like the moment where she goes home she's confused but um then no 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 here's the deal she gets separated into like two different like bodies oh and one is home one is at home and one is in the palace in the med room that's what happens um so like the dots connecting yes i'm so sorry it's okay oh i should have reread this that's what i should have done i feel like that would be punishment for yourself you have to reread a book <laughs> should have reread it but i'm like oh my god so her body is basically like kind of like split in two um so there's basically two of her but the deal is is it's like the one that's at home is up like walking around and things like that and the one that is on the palace is just like it's like she's in a coma or something and so vukan is trying to um like bring her back mm-hmm. um and in the meantime the village is like what what are you doing what are you doing here mm-hmm. we sacrificed you what the fuck go die like literally <laughs> so they decide that they're going to like take her back to this altar and like sacrifice her again basically like literally they're really bad at sacrificing people if they can just randomly become nannies yeah i i'm just like what the fuck you didn't think that like they were like oh no now the dragon's definitely gonna come back for us so like they gang up on her and take her back and her mom's like what the fuck is wrong with you people (laughs) like it's a whole thing um and the thing is is that when they do start doing the sacrifice vu khan is like trying to work in the uh med bay to bring you in back and all that good stuff and so the kids show up instead because they're like oh mom can't be bothered so let's go find out what's going on and then they're like oh shit they're trying to sacrifice yin again (laughs) so so they basically but they're like but wait she's in the med bay like what how are they how what what did what did it's like five spider-mans pointing at each other yes basically it was freaking <laughs> into the spider-verse across the spider-verse whatever right all over again in um, and across in and across mm-hmm. and beyond because yeah. the next one is called beyond uh if anybody wants my review on the Miles morales movies i've got those as well we have an email address <laughs> it's a at gmail not dot gmail beyond the binding pod at gmail.com gmail. Thank you for this two-second 
email break back to the regularly scheduled booking um but because they now know that that's like part of the problem they can go tell their mom about it they can take you know yin back with them well whatever the mom was doing is like slightly dangerous to the mom but she was like i'm gonna do it anyway because like i love her so i'm gonna get her back um because i really want that booty i'm tired wow (laughs) okay (laughs) um but it ends up all getting resolved i don't remember how i feel like the absolute worst because i do not have any more details than this and of course they like get together um the kids were worried that yen would be like super scared of them but she's not she's like chill about it now everything's fine she's thought about it and she's like look you haven't been like who i would expect from the vanishers this entire time so you're definitely not going to start now like why that doesn't make any sense um and of course they end up together but like that's that's basically the book it's very beauty and the beast-esque um i feel like i don't know if this is just me because i don't do romance or because like the way that our society like does do romance i feel like there wasn't a lot of romance there it was a little underrated which is not necessarily a bad thing i feel like it was a little bit more subtle yeah the romance was a little bit more subtle and the lust wasn't like overblown or anything but there was a lot of like checking each other out happening um and so the compliments about each other were more like physical appearance and the romance was more subtle like obviously they were willing to do things for each other that scared them or like put them in danger and so like it's there it's there but um it was it was different for sure uh on a this is a beauty and the beast adaptation one to ten scale would you say it's one being terrible or ten being a good i'd put it at a solid seven okay that's not bad yeah i put it at a solid seven as a matter of fact i rated it um out of five with four stars so you liked it i did i really did remember a book you read but in february books ago yes because i also read in between this one all of the Agotar. Yeah, plus I did the 25 okay. books over... Uh, spring break. Over spring break. And because someone said I couldn't. Big <laughs> um, challenger. And probably hundreds of fan fictions as well. Yes, and many fan fictions. And then also at least one other book aside from the Akatar books. Yeah. So I just... I'm, I'm trying my best. But Your I did really... I did really enjoy this book. I really liked it. I recommend it. It's short. It's only about 200 pages. It was um, like 300, I think. Yeah, if you're into like Beauty and the Beast, it's a really cute little adaptation. Uh, like I said, it's almost like dystopian-esque because of the way that the world is after these vanishers have left. But it's not so much so that if that's not your thing, it's going to bother you. Because um, it would have bothered you. Yeah. Yeah. So dragons, queer... Beauty and the Beast, you're learning a little bit about Vietnamese kind of culture, getting like a little bit of an idea of it. Not like a lot. I don't feel like I am overwhelmed or anything. Right. Uh, but it's interesting. And I did I did really enjoy it. It does sound like it has a cool plot. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Even the li- little bit that you remember of it. but Yes. I do wish I remembered more. 
Yeah, this is just like a reverse version of our first podcast where I talked for 15 minutes and you talked for 45. This time I talked for 45 and you talked for 15. Um, and mine was, oh boy, was it a trip around the sun and back yeah, again. Yeah, there was a lot going on in yours. A Hobbit's Tale by <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. Um, all right, so uh, to re iterate our books were nemesis by brendan rice which was a very good book i would give it four and a half out of five stars and i'm excited to read the rest and in the vanishers palace by Elliot de, Bo- de bodard de bodard 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 <laughs> which, it's a beautiful last name by the way yes, i like saying it bodard french. it's very french bodard, bodard. I, i'm messing it up i'm gonna stop de talking bodard. um and I'd give it four out of five stars. It was, it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. Read these books, especially Monty's, because you got a little more. Yeah, you're not getting too much detail. There's not too many spoilers for mine, since yeah. I can't remember half of it. There's a lot of stuff in my book that I probably left out, but it's really hard to explain it linearly because the book is not written that way. And there's a lot of shit going on. There's asteroids and murder and, re- like, coming back to life and shrink plots and parent plots and love plots and, and, and uh, evil bullies. And an plots. asteroid? I did say the asteroid, yeah. Oh, More and, asteroids. And Rich Bitch Mountain. Rich Bitch Mountain. There's a fucking the Redneck Valley where they're, like, Rich Bitch Brian. Mountain, Redneck Valley? I mean... I could name places. I'm just saying. Why can't I come up with these when I make my D&D campaigns? I try to make them all fantasy. I could just be really fucking podunk about it. And you could. Be, it would be entertaining Rich Bitch Valley. It's where, <laughs> the, it's where all the wizards live. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming along on this not as wild ride as it. Well, no, it's more wild than. It's, it's a lot less organized. Yeah, it's a little more chaotic. But I promise next time I've got more details. I'm going to do A Court of Mist and Fury. I have a synopsis written down. It is arguably the best out of the Akatar books. It is the second one. Um, so, like, it'll be. So much better next time, I promise. I started Handmaid's Tale right after I finished this book in order for me to talk about it. But uh, for those of you that have read it, you'll understand when I say I fucking hate it. But I love it because it is very, it's really well written. Oh, yeah. Margaret yeah. Atwood is a very, job. very good author. She does a really good job at evoking emotions. So she like, really does. Yeah. So I will finish it. I just... And I will finish it probably in the next week because I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone so okay. that I can read something else. And then we can we can record again. Yeah, next. Maybe, hopefully I will have this book finished by next Thursday. Week, Thursday we can and the then we one. can record the next one and we can start like updating more often, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's the goal. I, I just need to start reading it again. Yeah. But uh, thank you all for coming to join us. This one was a shorter one. Um, but we yeah, we're giving you a break. Yeah. Yeah, we gave you like four months um and then we made this one short we're we did that for you yeah it wasn't by any fault of our own absolutely not we did it as a gift to you all totally remember 100 percent of both books absolutely um do we want to talk a little bit about the the idea we have for the next podcast or do we want to keep that on the back burner 
I mean, that's up to you. I don't care. Um, I'm just here. <laughs> that's that's me all the time. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just here to tell you about this book I read and make weird comments. Okay, so I'll give a little bit of kind of details. So I already brought up that we're going to bring in guests. So um, that's cool. But we're going to pick basically a topic of discussion. Um for each podcast that we do and we're going to bring in a guest that will also uh, be knowledgeable about that topic so while they're either will be teaching them something one of us will be talking a lot at any point in the podcast and the other two are just going to be listeners slash peanut gallery um, so either it could be something that our guest is really uh, knowledgeable about or something that we're really knowledgeable about whether we're knowledgeable in a way that's good like oh you can learn this thing that i think is really cool or this thing makes me want to blow things up which is gonna be me all the time yeah um so we're gonna pick a topic and we're gonna go with it we're just gonna sit and chit chat because we have the most fun when we're just shooting the shit about random stuff if you have ideas or suggestions about topics that's the best thing to use that email for because I guarantee you we will run out of ideas and I will be Googling things. So, like, And then you'll have to listen to me rant about how I have a vendetta against 7-Eleven. Hey, I laughed my ass off when she said that the first time. It has now actually been upgraded to a blood feud. Oh, it's a blood feud. Yeah, uh, this was decided yesterday. Oh, good to know. It is now a blood feud like with 7-Eleven. I like that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get that one in the works and maybe set up the first podcast uh to come out probably once a month because if we're going to do this one more often the other one won't be as frequent but i think it would just be a fun little side side moment for us i guess but if you have any suggestions any ideas you want to be a guest friends (laughs) friends come be a guest she says like a creeper. I am a creeper. I picked my mic up. I didn't want to scream. Because <laughs> I was cutting out when I wasn't Friends. Which is why you can hear it dunking around. Anyways. <laughs> if you guys think that would be a good idea, that'd be, that'd be nice to hear some feedback. I know we talk about feedback, but like, I don't know. It's fun to do this knowing there's people on the other end who give a shit. So let us know. If you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, if you think we're fucking idiots this time, just hate mail, love mail, any mail is good mail. (laughs) You know, nobody likes to like scream out into the void and not know that the void's not screaming back. You know, some, some people, some people just want a void, honestly. (laughs) Some people just, I, you know, personally could use some void screaming time. Yeah, but the void better scream back at me. I made the effort to scream at the void. It needs to scream back at me. I don't like being screamed at. So no, just let me scream into an empty space. Nope. If I'm yelling at you, you better yell back at me. Okay. Okay. I promise. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. I need you to match my energy. (laughs) Come come to our next podcast, the boxing session of Tiff and Monty. (laughs) Verbal sparring. It's uh, my favorite kind of sparring. No, it's not. No, I hate doing it. It's terrible. <laughs> no, verbal verbal sparring is not my favorite. No. <laughs> um, I much prefer physical violence. <laughs> Blowing trucks up. 
for, for legal, legal reasons. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> no trucks have been harmed in the making of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank you for coming. We hope you enjoy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.